0: I had a really interesting conversation with my sister. Um, I was recently pulled over by the Chicago police, really actually Matson police, and it was after they circled my car seven times. And then after they circled my car seven times, which I recorded and I posted on one of my Instagram pages, they then drove off and kind of hid behind where I was. I was in a very lit area, a gas station parked at a gas pump. I'm just kind of getting my things together before going out into the freezing cold to put some gas in my car. And I noticed that they were circling me and it was just, it was so bizarre. Like, why are they circling my car so many times? And I was thinking maybe because it's snowing, they're trying to create some traction in the ground so it's easier for others to drive because it just seems so crazy that they would just be circling me for no reason. So after that, um, I got out of my car. I pumped my gas and then I put the gas pump back, got back into my car, called my mother, spoke to my mother for a minute, checked some things on my Instagram. And then I uh, started my car back up and I drove out of the gas station. And as soon as I was driving out of the gas station, I saw the same police truck That I didn't know they were still there, but they I saw them. They were actually hiding on the side of the gas station. They then pulled out behind me. I made a right turn into a dark area because that's just it's it was you know 11 o'clock at night, um, in a snowy snowy night, and they put their lights on. And I already started recording because I knew something was weird. I then made a right into a white castle area, so I could at least be in a, a lit area. It just was so weird that they didn't just talk to me or, you know knock on my door pull me over or just you know park behind me where I was in a lit public area so I pull into another lit area and the man comes over and I roll down my window mind you still recording and he just looks at me and I have to say hello first hello and he says your license plates expired I said oh okay he said did you know Well, no, my husband takes care of everything uh, with my car. So I did not know. Well, I need your driver's license and insurance. Sure. So unfortunately, my insurance is in my car. So since my insurance is in my car, excuse me, my insurance is in my phone. Since it's in my phone, I had to stop recording. I pass him my driver's license. I let him know that I need to look into my phone and get a message from my husband to, you know, get the insurance. He asked me to take my hat off. I take off my hat. He looks at me and he says, is this your address? That's my address. And I said, let me get my insurance for you. He said, you know, it's okay. It's fine. No problem. Just uh, get your license plate updated. Passed me my identification and walked away. I put up a post about this. I put, I put the whole thing in and I made a video post about my perception of this interaction. My perception of this interaction is that I did not look the part of the, I did not look like what he was hoping for. Um, with my, my name as a Spanish name, so maybe that also threw him off. Um, I personally don't think I look as mixed as some people say I do, but you know maybe that also confused him with how I look. Um, I, don't, I, I don't look like certain types of people, so I, I strongly believe this man circled my car and harassed me, because that's what that was. It was very threatening to circle someone's car that many times and then wait for me to get into a dark area and um pulled me over just to not even run my license plate and I never gave him my insurance these are this is a very interesting interaction for me because I immediately think about my dark-skinned black husband my dark-skinned black father I think about my sisters that maybe are not as articulate as me or maybe um but don't look like me, don't have my same lighter complexion. And maybe those things deem them to be more criminalistic than me. And that concerns me that as soon as he just verified what I looked like, he didn't care to have any other interaction with me. That's scary. Thankful for me, but I can't be grateful for my, me not being in a situation when I'm a pro black woman. And I know what I know what that could have meant. I know what that could have been and that concerns me so much for my brothers and my sisters and you know I had somebody say well maybe because he recognized you were Hispanic maybe Um, he was a white Hispanic um, cop and I'm saying he was Hispanic but I'm not for sure I just know for sure he definitely was Caucasian in a sense but something about him made me think he was possibly Hispanic as well or Latino but um like maybe because you, you look mixed or maybe because you have a Spanish name or like, or maybe just because I didn't fit the bill of what he wanted a criminal to look like. Maybe because when he asked, how am I doing? I said, I'm well. And how are you? And kept my cool and com- my composure, even though I knew this was some straight up bullshit. So I get a phone call from my, my little sister and she tells me she's very concerned about the videos I put up and she thinks that I need to calm down with my activism and although I love my sister, I asked her, I said, well, well, what do you mean, Shayla, calm down? She said, well, I think you need to stop. I think you need to stop posting and commenting on things, or if you're not going to stop, just not doing it as much as you do, because I don't want you to be a target. I don't, to, I don't want you to be a martyr. Other people can do it, Raina. Other people, other people can talk about it. Other people do talk about it. Why do you have to do it? Why do you have to talk about the issues with black people to the point where, you know, maybe someone's going to target you or try to hurt you because of what you talk about? You know, you're doing all these discussions in Chicago. You're talking to all these people and, you are you know, you're getting a lot of attention here. I don't want you to be known as someone that's an activist. I don't want you to be known as someone that, you know, cares this much about this type of subject because you might get hurt. I said, you know, it's it kind of worries me that you feel this way, Shay. And I said, because. I get what you're saying because you care more about me than, you know, the, the, you know, the situation as a whole. But if we all keep caring just about ourselves and about what we are connected to immediately, that is the reason why we're still where we are. If all of us took a different approach to not just think about ourselves, but to think about our, our culture as family, then we would protect each other better. But what you just asked me to do is to not tell people the story of what just happened to me in Chicago, Illinois. You're asking me not to say and not to point out the fact that there's police officers that are actually trying to profile and find people. He waited 20 minutes for me to pull out of that gas station. That's not an exaggeration. It was 20 minutes he waited just to see my face and then say, never mind, you can go. Never checked my insurance, never went back to his tr- his truck to check my license information, never. Then say, I'll just give you a warning. I mean, some people might say, oh, well, he just let you off the hook. But to not even check to make sure I'm driving legally with insurance? But you waited 20 minutes for that? And I understand my sister. She's worried, she's scared. But, you know, if we all operate it in a sense of, you know, I'm not going to do this because of the consequences then there would be no change. We have millions, excuse me, we have hundreds of activists and many, many people that have sacrificed and that have taken on the consequences of standing up for what's right. And I'm sure plenty of people have asked them not to. And even when you do small things, I'm not doing anything big. I'm just telling you a story of what happened to me. And I continuously am telling you stories of what's happened to us. As a culture, in our Latino community, in our African community, in our history, 6,000 years of um, oppression, 6,000 years of abuse and discord and destruction of our civilization as Africans. And the only thing that gets us closer and closer to unity and to changing that is when people step up and stop being afraid of the consequences of doing what's right. Because if we're all scared of doing what's right just so that we can make it one, one extra day, but the lives of my family members you know, are, are still at stake, then who am I really? What the fuck is my purpose here if I can't do what's right? And I'm talking about minimal. I mean, we're talking about an Instagram post. And um, and I'm not mad at my sister for that. I told her I respectfully disagree. And she just said, well, maybe don't just stop it. I'll stop everything. Just not so much. And I get it. My sister loves me so much. And she just doesn't want anything to happen to me. But if we all act like that, we'd be no better than the people that we say oppress us. And I'm not for that. And I'm certainly not going to Just because nothing happened to me does not mean I'm going to be comfortable with that interaction because I understand deep down inside that that interaction would have went very different if I looked different.